It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This will be uh, your last podcast with both of us before Christmas because you're off tomorrow, Shauna. I am. Where are you off to? Uh, going to Banff with Cliff. Cliff's in town right now, so him and I are just going to spend a couple days in Banff. Um, we're going to go skiing tomorrow, but it's going to be minus 31 with the windchill, so I'm not sure. That's brisk. I still really want to. Uh, it's a lot. That'll take a lot to motivate Cliff, I think. But yeah, we're just having kind of a couple days to ourselves. Then my parents are supposed to fly in on Christmas Eve, although I don't think that's going to happen. Well, we talked to several people today who were flying or were supposed to be flying with varying levels of success. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know if we've ever seen a year like this at Never Christmas. been like this that I can ever recall. Yeah, it's, it's such a crazy, like it's a freak chance that we are all over North America. Not just like one place or two, but the entirety of North America is under weather warnings right now. Yeah. And it's all happening during the busiest travel time of the year. Uh, so it's at a time when many airlines are still a bit short-staffed from COVID. and Yeah, the, the combination of what's going on right now is, is crazy. Like, I don't know if we'll ever see it again. Um, it really sucks because there's a lot of people who, yeah, are maybe not going to get to their destinations. So I know. My parents got Back to Canada from Europe. They're in Toronto right now, but it looks like they're going to be a few days there too. So Lord, they're coming the same direction as your parents, and that's not easy right now. This is also interesting, actually. Cliff, when he was boarding his plane yesterday, and he snuck in in just the nick of time to get on that plane because all the other ones were canceled around. But when when uh, he was boarding, they said anybody who is going on to and I forget the destination, but they were like listed off a bunch of them. I guess it was like New York and all these different mm-hmm. places. And they said anyone going on from there. Uh, do not get on this plane because in Calgary, where the stopover was, there is no hotels left, nowhere to wow. stay, no cars to rent. So well, good of them to give you a heads up as yeah. opposed to just let you get there and find out. But so. again, like I fly quite often. Never have I heard <laughs> things like that come over a PA system. Like just no, don't get on that plane. Don't go. My dad sent a long text to our family group chat this morning uh, detailing their adventure so oh far. God. Your dad's Maybe, never traveling again, ever. <laughs> he's done. He's retar- Maybe I'll read that on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Because um, I don't think these uh, delays and stuff are going anywhere anytime soon. No. We actually start the, the show today with a, a chat about that. Uh, we also talk about old-timey. There's so many, so much on this podcast, today. Maybe instead of rattling all of it off. I'll just let you... Normally, there's just like, what, eight, nine, ten segments? There's yeah. 13 on today's podcast. Oh, a lot of segments. Because, like I said, we're off for a few days, so we'll leave you lots of content to enjoy while we're gone. And a big thank you to our producer, Logan, for putting this all together. Yes, thank you, Logan. This is your Out of Context clip of the show. Snapper. I stopped on the way here and took a crap and slammed a Red Bull. <laughs> Let's get this bird in the air! DNS in 20 minutes or less. So my boyfriend, Cliff, flew into Calgary yesterday. Uh, and he got here, hey? He got here. Wow. He was delayed four hours. Uh... <laughs> All the flights around him were starting to get canceled because they always do it kind of an hour at a time, I find. So it was an hour and then hour two and then three. And I was like, I know how this game goes. And then all of the Edmonton flights started getting canceled. And then the other Saskatoon flight was canceled and he snuck out. So he got really lucky. Was he waiting in the airport or on a plane? Uh, in the airport, luckily. And then on the plane when he landed here, of course, because then there's not a gate available when you're oh, okay. delayed that much, which I also assumed. Um, but he did. He finally got here. But it was funny. They were trying to update him on what was going on. And it's insane because, of course, what's been happening now, I don't know if you've you've heard of this, but 
So there's planes that are getting stuck on tarmacs for like mm-hmm. 10 or 12 hours. So the pilot runs out of hours because oh. legally they're only allowed to be flying, quote unquote, for a certain amount of time. So there's f- pilots now who sit in the tarmac for the entire time they're supposed to be. And then they have to swap out a pilot, which, of course, that is another thing that they can't. That they're not accounting for that. Right. Like when they've been planning these routes and stuff. So, so you uh, basically blow a pilot shift just sitting, sitting there right? on the tarmac. And then another pilot will come in and have to swap out with him. <laughs> so they were explaining that they had this like army of new uh, flight attendants showing up from all over the place to try and man these planes, because, of course, it's the same with. Flight attendants, like yeah. they can't go overtime or whatever, so they can only fly a certain amount of time. So that was happening. That was the first update, and they were like, "Okay." And then they updated again, and they're like, "By the way, uh, just the, the latest update: your pilot is currently driving here from Regina." So they the pilot they found a pilot in Regina. He had to drive to Saskatoon. Yeah, and then then get on the flight. <laughs> Normally, he would have been able to fly, but there's no planes yeah, left. <laughs> So That's insane. He was driving three hours from Regina to Saskatoon to get to the airport so that he could then fly the plane. So that was what they were waiting for again. As well. And everyone's just sitting there thinking, man, I hope this person doesn't have any trouble on their way here. Yep. Yeah. It's, I've never seen anything like this. Like at first, you know, when we were talking yesterday, I said, well, like, are the airlines still understaffed? Is this like a, a pandemic hangover? But really it's just that there is extreme weather in all of North America during the busiest travel days of the year. Yeah, coupled That's with understaffing issues, right? Didn't really you? bad luck. And it's mostly the weather. Like, I've never seen it where across not only Canada, but all of the states as well, there is so much bad weather that no one can get out and all these planes are having to be diverted and rerouted and they have to stop. And then Well, was, Europe too, right? My parents have been stranded too. in Europe yep. for five days. They got into Canada last night, but they won't be able to get back home from Toronto for a few more days. So, And then couple that with, for example, I heard the de-icing stopped working in Calgary because it was too cold for the de-icing. Oh, my God. Like, just everything at once. You're just like, I can't imagine working <laughs> at an airport. Being somebody who's trying to figure all this out, I would probably quit. Like, I can't imagine what they're doing. Do- oh, and now the de-icing. Are you kidding me? The de-icing's not working. Well, even knowing that your pilot had a harrowing oh, drive. Man. I know. <laughs> you know, on prairie winter roads. Holy. Nerves are just shot when he gets there. It's crazy. Are you okay, man? Do you need a second? It's like, nope. Do you want me nope. to take over for a bit while you have a quick nap? I stopped or? on the way here. I took a crap and slammed a Red Bull. Let's get this bird in the air. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. Little victories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Both made the same sound. Ooh. Ooh. So soothing. It is. Well, with Christmas on the way, we are offering you a generous helping of little victories. Especially with the cold weather like this, yeah. there's uh, a lot of people who I think are dealing with a lot of stress. So uh, we're here to try and help you with that. Remind you the good things. Remind you the good things. This one comes in front of the show, Patrick. And I think this story will be familiar to many people in our audience. But um, cold snaps like this are devastating to the mountain pine beetle population. Oh. So mountain pine beetles, if you've never seen them, they're huge and they're gross and they burrow in pine trees and then the tree gets sick and it dies. And there's a concern that with climate change, mountain pine beetles could increase in numbers and then wreak havoc on our forests. And then that makes the forests more susceptible to forest fires. Yeah. So you see more frequent, more intense forest fires because of it. But sustained cold like we've had here can kill off the larva oh. of the mountain pine beetle. 
So that's a little victory. That is a little not victory. Not for them. It's very bad for I was about them. to say, for, when you started a, that, you're like, I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound good. We're killing off mountain pine beetles. But yeah. if you're a mountain pine beetle listening to this, it's been a disastrous week for I'm you so and you're young. But mountain for the rest beetles. of us, um, yay. Yeah, that's good. Also, it's still supposed to warm up for Christmas. So Hell we're getting yeah. a Christmas Chinook. Thank you, Santa, for that. Also, in the meantime, you burn more calories when you're cold. Is that true? Yes. I've always wondered. Especially if you're shivering, because of course that's taking a lot more energy, which I know sounds negative, but that being said, it means you can have that extra Christmas cookie and feel good about it because your body's working harder, okay? If you're shivering away right now, think, well, at least I'm burning calories. Yeah, I'm getting an extra cookie today because of this. That's a little victory. Very, very little victory, but it's a little victory. 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 Cold snap like this doesn't encourage a certain percentage of people to quit smoking. Mm, interesting. You know, like if you looked at the forecast last week and you're like, it's going to be colder than tits for a full week, for a full 10 days, and I'm thinking about quitting. This is the time to give it a go. Maybe. Yeah. Certainly will make people cut down, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Like we'll if you're addicted, less. you'll still go, Terry will go smoke out the, out the door, right? Like... <laughs> Yeah, we're smoking inside. Blowing, yeah, don't just, <laughs> just for today, it's a special occasion. Smoking into the Every bathroom time fan. Every it's special occasions. We're smoking inside. Smoking into the range hood. Darting inside, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I saw someone smoking outside of our building this morning, and I was like, man, when it's this cold, you have to be thinking, what am I doing out here? Yeah, right? How totally. bad did I need this cigarette? So, it's true. Yeah. I, yeah, I wonder if it doesn't push a certain number of people to try quitting. Or like you said, at least cutting back. Mm-hmm. Fewer for darts sure. were smoked this past... This past week, then yeah, probably any other week during Except the year. Except for Terry indoor darting. <laughs> um, the BNS, BNS twenty minutes or less podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Move in sooner to one of Shane Holmes' quicker possession duplexes, starting from the four nineties. These sixteen hundred twenty four square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. For more info, visit shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. We also want to give a shout out to you. Yeah, a Merry Christmas to the Venus heads. A Merry Venus to you. And a blessed Venus to you and yours. And a merry Venus, a very merry Venus to you. Yeah. Um, seriously, though, we do yeah. appreciate you listening. And uh, we're just very lucky to get to do what we do because of you. So This year has been so awesome because uh, we've been able to be out and about and meet a whole bunch more of you again. Because during COVID, I felt like I didn't meet anybody for a while there. And yep. it sucked. And it's been really fun. So thank you for that. It does. And you it feels like... Great. I mean, it feels like even the podcast and the show and stuff just continues to pick up steam. Yeah. Because we meet more and more people who, you know, describe themselves as being as heads. Totally. And every time, it's so much fun. I love meeting you guys. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Okay, so I have two doozies of small town news, Beckler. Okay. I know we just did small town news. I'm like this. We have have to. Okay, so... I'll do it every day if you want. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to apologize. So, Carrie sent me this one. It's a hilarious small town news story from Seanovan, and it just says... Did you know, within Seanovan, drivers may not make a left turn between intersections except for when entering or exiting a lane or alley, parking lot, or driveway. And then it's this elaborate, long article about how and why you can't turn left and where you have to do. It's prohibited across the center line to park on the opposite side of the street and then angle parking. And then it's giving specific directions and explaining why this is all the case. All about not turning left. Carrie is from Seanovan, right? Seanovan's a little town in southern Saskatchewan. I believe she is, yeah. Um, so that is just beautiful. Also, quite a wordy headline, but I was like, you got, you've got the real estate for it for small town newspapers, so you might as well just go for the whole thing. Like, people making an illegal turn is 
the top story. It is the that- top story in Shonovan. Yes. So that's the first one. Okay. And then, and then this one. The Carbonara Legion, okay, it found a spare set of false teeth after the mixed dart league Christmas party. <laughs> you can't make this up. You can't make this up. This was the top headline, and it was shared around by one of the bigger news outlets, and it was a story oh. about how the Legion found a spare set of false teeth after the Christmas party dart league. Where's Carbonier? Oh, it's in Newfoundland somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Man, yeah, I had to look that funny. up because I had no idea. It's so small town, I'd never heard of it before, but that is just... Phen- <laughs> Missing teeth. Somebody, somebody left. Someone had too much to drink at the Legion, and they left their teeth there. They got really serious and into the darts. The and teeth they, came out in the first place. That's, they forgot they So forgot we've got teeth. illegal turns and missing teeth on today's Small Town News. Yes, we do. Small Town News with Beckler and Shauna. The town of Shonovan is dealing with a major traffic crisis as drivers turn left off of Main Street. Authorities are searching for the owner of a missing set of false teeth. The teeth were recovered at the Legion after the mixed Dart League Christmas party. The Christmas Eve service in the church has been shortened to accommodate Father Daryl's travel schedule to the next town. Anyone not attending is asked to come to Terry's, where he'll be cracking a couple cold ones in the garage. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Apparently, teens are asking for mini fridges this Christmas. That's kind of one of the big things that a lot of teenagers are asking for. Uh, But not to store drinks, but because it keeps their face products cold. Really? (laughs) So I didn't, I didn't realize that was a thing, but um, I didn't either. The teens of today are going to age just wonderfully. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Between the strict skincare regimens and all, like they don't really drink and smoke. No, and then there's a ton of Botox I hear that a lot of teens are getting too. Like you're getting young Botox because that's a new the preventative measure. I was like, they're not going to age at all. No, it's going to be a bit terrifying. They're going to be the first eternal generation. Like I remember when I was a te- like I was asking for underage booze and money. I think. For, for Christmas? Christmas? Like, just give, just give me some cash. and <laughs> Underage booze. Mom, can I get some coolers, a special cooler for Christmas, please? <laughs> like, that was it. I'm not asking for skincare products for my skincare regimen. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like, they prefer to stay in, watch movies, and may have a very strict way of keeping their face looking good, so. My youngest brother, he's not a teen, but his, like, the, the products that he has, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't even know what half of it is. Comes we- from all over the world. Like, in comparison, we look like a massive bunch of Terry's. You know, like, this generation, oh, we're just like, they must look at us and be like, what is wrong with you guys? Us and the Gen Xers? Just yeah. straight Terry's, hey? Just, you're trying to kill yourself, or? <laughs> we're like, and then I slept for an hour, and I went to work on no sleep, and yep. partying all night, and yep. they're like... Well, I keep my creams in the fridge next to my bed. We like to brag about that kind of stuff. They're just horrified. Like, oh my God. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I would say you and I are both huge fans of Calgary. Would you not? Yeah, that's why I haven't. I'm still here. Yeah. I will never leave here. It's because it's a big part of the reason that we've been here for so many years now. Well, you know, in our industry, people tend to come and go. Yeah, this was um, my dream city to live in when I first started in radio, and you don't really have a choice. You move around a lot, and I was like, I would love to work at X in Calgary. So the fact that I'm here now, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There was a great article in Avenue Magazine yesterday written by a dude named Jam Michael McDonald. And he I saw moved, this. Did you read this article? I didn't read it. I saw it, though. I meant to, and I forgot. So he moved here from Toronto a year and a half ago. So he lived there for 10 years, and he was uh, on the East Coast prior to that. 
Uh, and I'm guessing this article was written in response to that article about the woman who moved to Alberta from Mississauga, yes. hated it, and moved back, and Definitely. everyone made fun of her. Yeah. Um, so this guy describes himself as mid-30s, a member of the LGBTQ plus community, and he works for the Cal- Calgary Chamber of Commerce now, but he just talks about his experience moving here and living here, and he t- you know finding work here, dating, meeting friends, and it's all very positive. Like He has a very positive outlook on the city. Yeah. Um, and then he says this. I really like this part of it. Is quote, if you're willing to put yourself out there and leap into new communities, Albertans are ready to welcome you. It's not always easy to build new relationships, but growing cities like Calgary are the perfect place to do it. Yep. And I love that. Totally. Because that's been my experience, too, as I've moved around. Yep. And I'll tell you, I've lived in some tough towns. Mm-hmm. I've li- I, you know, I moved to Lloydminster. I moved to North Battleford. I moved up to the middle of nowhere in northern BC and, you know, where it's one road in, one road out type thing. Yep. And there are great people everywhere. You just have to be willing to meet them. I completely agree. That's what I said. Like, I, I, I lived in Regina for a while, and people always make fun of Regina, right? And they're like, oh. And I was like, I met the best people there, though. I had such a good time there at Edmonton. Same thing. Like, I I don't really like the city per se, or, you know, I prefer it here. But the people I met every single place that I moved were great. And it really Jeez, made it. And those cities look like London and Paris compared to some of the places yeah, I've sure. lived, hey? But it, it doesn't like, matter. It's all about the people that you surround yeah. yourself with, right? Like, there's, as you said, good people everywhere. And it's all about your outlook going into those places, too. 100%. If you come in and you're if like, you, this sucks, I'm better than everybody here, I can't yep. believe I'm living here, well, then you're going to have a bad you're time. You're going to have a bad time. You have to come in with an open mind and willing to meet people, right? Yeah. And willing to put yourself out there and... Go out and do events and like be out and meet people in those. And every time you will always find great people if you do that. Yes. And if you're a good person, right? Yeah. Good people tend to find each other. And yeah, if you're an a-hole, then maybe not. But yeah, like they say, if everywhere you go, you're meeting, you're meeting dicks. Might be you. If you're a Grumbletonian, then maybe it'll be a bit tougher for you. But good use of that word. Thank you. Way to bring that out. I wanted to bring it out there. Yeah. Especially in a city this size. Like there's a million and a half people in this area. If you can't find someone to get along with here, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably you. It's yeah. probably you. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Well, you think it's cold here? Yesterday, we didn't even crack the top 20 in coldest places in Canada. Were they all up north, all the coldest places? I think so. <laughs> yes, they were. Uh, but still, okay, Rabbit Kettle Northwest Territories was 52, minus 52.5 without the wind chill yesterday. <laughs> wow. Minus 52.5 That is insane. It's funny, actually, a side note, my, my boyfriend is living in Prince Albert right now. Also very cold. It, very cold. Yeah. And at this time of year... He doesn't say the minus because it's just a given. So when he tells me the temperature, he's like, it's 29 degrees out right now. And I'm like, I kill myself every time because he's just like, (laughs) everyone knows it's the minus. So they don't even bother with that anymore. It's just, it's 29. Yeah. And you should know. Yeah. I mean, it could always be worse. Doesn't really help when you're, when you're stuck in it. No. But it really could. It really could. You know, I do uh, appreciate when people are a bit snobby when it comes to the cold. Because really, at this point, if you're in it, you might as well brag about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's something you earn. It is. a snobbery you really earn. You truly do. Uh, and we've done cold snobs in the past, and I thought this might be a good time to recall it. Because yeah. it's very fitting for this time of year. I'd say I have a bit of cold snobbery about me. You I know, think- just coming from Saskatchewan, and I think people who work outside have cold snobbery about yep. them. Uh, people Which, who just handle again, the cold should. better I, than others. Yes. Yeah. But as you say, when it gets to this types of temperatures, I think everybody deserves to be a little bit I snobby. Agree. I agree. Is minus 10. That's tropical where I'm from. Hmm. Mm, 
I can't believe you're wearing a parka in minus 15. That's a disgrace. Minus 20 sounds like a nice beach day. <laughs> I, I don't even take my shorts off until minus 35. My cousin lost two fingers to frostbite while checking the mail, and we still called him a pussy. Yeah? <laughs> well, my face froze in 1964, and it still hasn't thawed out. <laughs> Touch it. Touch my face. I can't feel a thing. BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A couple more white girl quote submissions for you, Sean. Great. First is from a friend of the show, Sarah. She found this one on a weight loss app and mm-hmm. sent it to us yesterday. The difference between try and triumph is a little oomph. Oh, wow. That is just <laughs> great. I don't know how white girl it is. Yeah. I don't know if you're right. It's a great motivational quote, though. It's also the kind of quote that I reckon you could get your ass kicked for saying in the wrong workplace. Yep. You know? Or in the gym. You should just yeah. say that to other people in the gym. You know? Remember. Okay, remember. The difference between try and triumph. As somebody who's little- just sweating it out yeah. like crazy, like, shut up! Get killed! <laughs> get bent! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the other one is from friend of the show, Dallin. Okay. Uh, it's a tea towel. Oh, Christmas great. tea Those towel. Are the best ones. Yep. This one, sorry, excuse me. I thought it was a tea towel. It's a wine bag. Oh, it's even a, better. It's a bag to put your. So it's a wine saying, wine I assume. Yeah. Okay, good. This wine pairs well with difficult relatives. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cheeky. Cheeky. That is. Oh, my God. That's a groaner. How, how, how many, many How many face masks with cucumber eyes does that get? How many uh, peppermint bath bombs oh, yeah. out of 10 would you give that one? How many pairs of ironic mismatched socks are those? Oh, man. I, I mean, that's, yeah. Eight for sure. I'd even maybe say eight and a half. Get her up there. Yeah. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Audio. Audio. Asanabi is a member of the Sucker Clan from the Sandy Lake First Nation in Northern Ontario, about 85 kilometers from the Manitoba border. I was gone all these years Running from invisible fear This song is off Asanabi's debut album. It was an album inspired by conversations he had with his grandfather throughout the pandemic. His grandfather actually appears on several tracks of this album, and the album is named after him, Watton. Asanabi inherited his first guitar when his older brother moved out of the house and left it behind. At first, he was so nervous for people to hear him singing that he too moved out of the house into his grandfather's Winnebago in the backyard. Asanabi is an OG Cree artist. His given name is Evan Pang because his mother thought it would be easier for him to find work with a non-Indigenous name. Asanabi is his family name, which he has since reclaimed as a musician. Audio. Audio. 
plus in 20 minutes or less. You know what I find hilarious about the cold? When it's so cold that you can't move your lips, and then you try and talk, and you sound ridiculous because your lips are frozen in place, and you're like, this is this is something else. You almost sound kind of drunk. Yeah. It's a unique Canadian problem. Like, yeah. other people don't realize that. But, yeah, when you're outside for so long, you're like, I can't. Hello, I'm sorry. I just got an archive. My lips are back out, you know? I wasn't able to swipe my card on pump four. <laughs> Can you please put $100 on there? Yeah. I, I was out rolling the snow earlier, and I can't move my lips now. So, yeah. I'm always looking for ways to describe this kind of cold to someone who has never experienced it before, right? Because yeah. if you haven't been in this, no, really. You don't know. If someone had never experienced like negative temperatures before, what would you, how would you say this feels? I always say it's so cold that it's like, it's scary. It's yeah. so cold you could die. Mm-hmm. People die every year when they get locked outside, right? Totally. Like your face but, actually freezes. Like yeah. think about... You can't speak properly. It's so cold. Well, it's crazy because you, you could say go into a freezer, for example, at a grocery store and just stay there for a while, but that's actually far warmer than <laughs> it is outside right now. So that's... Okay, that times two is With how you can With an industrial fan in there blowing at you sometimes. Honestly. Yeah. Still today, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. Can't, that, I can't heal my face. <laughs> I don't know where my hacker is. I think it shows off. Any M's, P's, or B's where the lips have to go together. I haven't seen it. going to be good today. My hacker and J's. <laughs> the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I got thinking about eggnog recently. One of those hotly debated radio topics as well. Do you like eggnog or not? Eggnog, good or bad? Just weird. I'm not <laughs> Um, but I was thinking, I was like, how did it become a Christmas tradition? Like, how did how did this become a thing? It's a very strange drink. Uh, so I was reading that apparently eggnog may have been consumed as far back as, as ancient monks. However, it was popularized in Britain in the 17th century. And back then it was made of milk, eggs, and sherry. And it was only consumed by the super wealthy because only the rich people could afford those three things. Yeah, okay. So those were three of the most expensive things to, to, to consume. Was it just like an obnoxious rich this person This is honestly what I was going to say. Like- it wasn't even meant to taste good. It was literally, <laughs> look at how rich I am. I'm going to take these three very expensive things and mix them all together and then drink them. Mm-hmm. Sprinkle some money in there, would you? Honestly, <laughs> like that's what it looks like it started off as. It's just this obnoxious display of wealth. That's pretty funny. Oh, t- and they didn't even yeah, didn't even taste good. It's just like, oh, you see this? Yeah, you can't afford this, <laughs> this, or this. And I'm going to just combine it all together, and it's disgusting, and I'm going to drink it. It tastes awful, but you'll never experience it. <laughs> what a snob. That's a super funny. Thing. Holy crap. we got to make the 2022 version of that. We, we do, yeah. <laughs> Three we, really the, expensive things. The cliches of, like, a, a coffee of avocado toast and something else like that would be the rent rent <laughs> and a fuel just light money yeah. on fire at this point um but it's funny because it said that george washington uh, devised his own recipe at one point and it was something that was so disgusting that only the most like courageous of guests would ever actually join him <laughs> with it because it was just a, a mixture of brandy rye whiskey jamaican rum and sherry he just took all these booze and kind of mixed it together and that was his version of eggnog that doesn't sound like eggnog at all that nope. sounds like when you play king's cup yes and you just drink whatever everyone's drinking that's what george washington would do it's but it's eggnog <laughs> Shh. He probably poured a little bit of the eggnog to top it off. Who wants this? Can't tell the president Who that, though, can it? you? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, wow. it went okay. from that to becoming a Christmas tradition, and a lot of people think it's because of, you know, the idea of prosperity and toasting to that. So you'd toast your 
wealthy ass eggnog that no one else could afford being like to more prosperity and to more for the rich is it still expensive as we sip uh no 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 it's not as not no it's more accessible it's much more accessible now but back Mm -hmm. then no it was just an obnoxious display of wealth that's really funny yeah (laughs) v and s in 20 minutes or less my son Bo is eight now and he has a monthly subscription to chickadee magazine do you it, remember those magazines? It's so funny you mentioned this. I saw, I think it was Owl Magazine yeah. at uh, Shoppers the other day, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen those in ages. So I think it's the same publication that puts them all out, but Chirp yep. is for the little kids, and then Chickadee as you get older, and then I think Owl is for yes, older I, kids still. Yes, I had Chickadee and Owl for a little bit, I yeah. remember. Yeah. So um, anyways, it was a gift from my aunt, and Bo gets these magazines every month and then reads through them. It's great. But uh, in one of his recent issues, there was a profile on Harnarai and Singh, the Hockey Night in Canada comment, yep. commentator. Sports broadcaster, good Alberta kid, Mount Royal grad. So we, we, he and I were reading through this together because we often go through it together, reading the profile, and he's learning all about Harnarai and Singh. And then you fast forward a few months to this past weekend. We were at a store, and there was a Sikh dude working behind the counter, probably late 30s or so, and Bo grabs my hand and says, Dad, it's Harnarai and Singh. That's <laughs> and I was like, hilarious. I was like, Shh, I don't think that's not him. Just some other dude who looks like him. And to be fair to Bo, the dude did look like Harnarai and Singh. Yeah. I don't think he heard, but he probably would have been like, what the hell? Like, Well, he's he's learning things from Chickadee. Ah, yeah. I guess it's cool that, I mean, Bo knows who Harnarai and Singh is. Yeah, And Bo true. knows, you know, he's the first guy to call a, a hockey game on TV in Punjabi. So, yeah. but, uh, no, nope, nope, not, not every Sikh dude you're going to see is Harnarai and Singh, Bo. No, nope. so. <laughs> he'll learn that. <laughs> He's learning it, hopefully not the hard way. So. Yeah, yeah. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I have a TV trope for you. Okay. I noticed this in the show we were watching last night. Yeah. I'm watching that show 1899 on Netflix right now. It's weird. I don't know if I like it yet or not. Oh, okay. I won't give any spoilers or anything, but it gets really weird. Okay. Um. So anyway, there's a scene where two characters uh, are in bed, and they've just finished with a bit of the old horizontal refreshment. Hmm. Just finished, just, just finished joining giblets there. And Finishing the heels to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the one, the, the guy gets out of bed and immediately throws his pants on. And you always see this in movies. Right. Guy will get out of bed after, you know, just... Pumping and dumping it, yeah. <laughs> grinding each other's corn. For sure. And uh, he'll just put his pants on. No gitch or anything. Never any gitch. Just straight pants and then sometimes boots. And you all, you always see this. Yeah. And then sometimes the woman, if it's a woman still lying in bed and she's got the sheet up over herself because she can't possibly be seen naked. No, she, of course they not. Were just, you know, they were just plunking. Yeah. But yeah, they're just hiding the kabasa. Now they're done. And, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have, it's weird to put the pants on right away. Is very weird. It's, no underwear. It's as Never if you're about underwear. to go to work. Yeah. It's yeah. Just like oh, I'm about to go to work, but without underwear. Commando. I'm late. I'm just gonna raw dog it into my pants here and I'm head gonna to work. Chase like, the crap out of myself <laughs> on my way to work. But it's worth it because I just need to do the horizontal hula real quick beforehand. So there's been the odd occasion where like. I'm leaving the gym and I forgot a f- like a fresh pair of underwear to change into after. Yeah. So I just I'll I'll be like okay I'll just go with no underwear until I get home you know and then I'll put some fresh ones on. Um, but like I, I don't even want anyone to see me doing that in the change room because no. it's weird, isn't it? Okay, and then be like, oh, that guy's not wearing a gitch. But then chafing the- that's happening. Old Paul Chafer over there. <laughs> <laughs> Chafe Manhattan. Manhattan. <laughs> um, but then, but in the movies, every guy does that. Every guy raw dogs right into their pants after they're finished. I'm just like, yeah, it's 
No, I don't think that happens. No, no. It's a weird thing that's... It's just to cover up, right? It's it's really just because they don't want... Exactly. ...to have to walk around, or the person doesn't want to walk around in their gitch for the rest of the scene, but... And then they'd have to rate the show differently, probably, and they'd have to put a nudity tag, but... Totally. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Don't like that one. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was reading about some insults they used to use in the olden days old ass insults and a lot of these I would like to readopt because they're pretty funny um, so I just want to fire right into them here first of all a Grumbletonian is somebody this came from 17th century politics but it was somebody who can't help but complain no matter how good things are so, ah, I like that. Yeah. Think about somebody who's just like grumbling all the time, right? A Grumbletonian. Bit of a Grumbletonian. Bit of a Grumbletonian I was being a bit of a Grumbletonian yesterday afternoon. Oh, there you well, go. I caught myself and I was like, eh, stop Don't be a Grumbletonian. Don't be a Grumbletonian. No. It's kind of like the old school version of the Grinch. Um, this one, somebody who's really skinny, like almost skeletal, death's head upon a map stick. <laughs> Which just like that is not a ah, nice visual. Ah, she looks like death's head upon a match or a map stick. <laughs> oh What's a map God. stick? Uh, it's that I think it's just like that old stick that maps used to roll like scroll around. You know what I mean? Like oh, okay. you pull them out, and that's what I'm envisioning anyway. Which death's head death's upon that. Head. All of that, just not. That's, that's not cruel. a nice that visual. That cuts. is not nice. Oh, it hurts. Uh, cow handed is somebody who's clumsy. Okay. Very cow handed. Not sense. bad. Uh, this one, one of my favorites. An afternoon farmer is somebody who's lazy because <laughs> they're not up at 5 a.m. to do all the... So an afternoon farmer. Oh, just being an afternoon farmer. Bit of an there. afternoon farmer. Like, only farms in the afternoons. That's my favorite. Like, I'm like, I want to use that so badly. Ah, oh, just an afternoon farmer. That's and it funny. almost doesn't sound too bad, right? So they might not know if it's an insult yeah. to say it to them. Uh, this one. A blowsabella is a woman with disheveled hair. Well, that's you. A blow, it's me. That's you. You're I'm a blowsabella. And I like that. Yeah. It, it still sounds kind of nice, too. Just it, doesn't call me sound, a it doesn't sound mean. It doesn't sound awful. And then a galumpus is a large, clumsy fellow. Okay. It's like you. Bit of a galumpus. I was, <laughs> bit of a galumpus who was being a bit of a grumbletonian yesterday. Maybe we should change our show name. Instead of Beckler and Shauna, Blosabella and Galumpus. Almost sounds like the New Age version of Beauty and the Beast, right? Yeah. Blosabella and Galumpus. That sounds great. Well, if we ever decide to do a whole radio show in 17th century accents, <laughs> we'll be Blosabella and, and Galumpus over there. <laughs> You've been listening to the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 minutes or less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.